0: Everyone to Free Markets Green Earth episode number fifty. I am Nikki P here, as always with Ben the Liberty Hippie. How you doing there, Ben? I'm doing all right, Nikki. How you doing? Uh ah, not doing great. Barely awake. <laughs> you woke me up because I forgot or literally forget, I fell asleep, I should say. I was researching researching a topic and then I passed out. That's uh, yeah. I let you do all the hard work, so. I guess. And then when I woke up, I woke up to find out that because it's getting warm up here, uh, Liz is actually sleeping in the studio, so I am recording this under duress, very uncomfortably in her studio, (laughs) which is not designed for a big man like me. (sighs) So we're going to have a light, short episode today, is the idea. Yeah. And you sent me a good topic anyways. It's one that's on everyone's been talking about, and honestly, it's been a little bit frustrating for me personally, because... I kind of dislike the way that people have been talking about it, which is the uh, the Chaz, the Chaz, dun dun dun. More importantly, the gardening at the Chaz.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's there.
0: For those who don't know, the Chaz, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, which I've also heard has been now relabeled the Chop. Have you heard anything about that yet? I have not. What What does that? Uh... I am not even entirely sure. But the idea being, <laughs> it's a it's a rebrand. Yeah. And I think it has something to do with like the Capitol Hill organized protest. Okay. Which I think is because they know that they're not going to be there forever. Well, uh, autonomous zone implies so much that they're not doing. Like they're they're still connected to.
1: I'm sure the electric and the water and everything else. It's not it's not really autonomous. But
0: yeah. Um. I mean, as a protest, I, I certainly understand it. Yeah. As a sustainable place, that would, would wouldn't make any sense.
1: No. Yeah. It, it's a it's a curious thing. It's you not know, we're here to talk about, but you know, I mean, it's hard to ignore. <laughs> as much as I want to like crap all over it and like you know it's really interesting to see it happening right because I think this is what people talk about right secession uh, breakdown to your local communities um and that's that's what you're seeing whether you agree with what they're on about or not it's neither here nor there it's, it's happening right it's happening and so what can we learn from that what what do we see how do the, what, what reactions are we getting from local and federal government how is it playing out I, I think that's the bigger interesting take to get get from it all
0: well I think the first thing that we get is that us caps are right to not jump right now because, you know, we need to have more people behind us. Like, our numbers <laughs> need to be bigger before this is even an idea, and... I think that's one thing that they're they're kind of going to end up learning the hard way is that you know whatever your beliefs are, I don't mind that they did what they did. I wouldn't agree with the method by which they did it, but I, right to a certain degree, I feel like they haven't been left with much choice. Yeah. But ultimately, there's not enough of them to do anything worthwhile in the in the main, you know, in the in the large picture of things. Like they're there because they live in one of the most insanely liberal cities in the world, and the mayor said they're allowed to be there. In other words, the mayor stole that property, not necessarily them. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you know, but it's an interesting, interesting
1: uh, study. And I feel I've heard that there's, uh, you know, other, other. Communities that are, are trying to do the same thing. Most of them, I think, are being shut down before they can get started. I think it was in Tennessee, maybe one in Asheville, but uh, the one in Tennessee, like the the I don't know if it was the mayor or the governor, was like not going to happen. They kind of got ahead of the ball.
0: Well, one of the things that like people have joked about is when the mayor came out and said, "Well, it's basically been an autonomous zone all this time, anyways." And the fact of the matter is, is from everything I can tell and everything I've seen in there, I mean, she's not lying. Like this is basically like the uber liberal part of the city that's basically behind the thing, behind the protest. And well, I don't think most of them probably expect it to last forever, they're kind of okay waiting it out and seeing what happens because it's for a good cause, man. Yeah, great cause. You know, all of that aside, the thing that I really want to touch on today is the gardens or the gardens as they're called. Yeah. So I don't know. Give me your first, your, your, your position on the gardens, because I'm sure it's going to be, for the most part, the pretty standard thing. I'm going to be the outlier in this one. I, I don't know. I mean, I think it. there's a lot
1: there, right? Because I think it's tough. It's tough because I, on one hand, you know, you go with the, what are these people that are, are doing this always crying out about and always fighting and, and, you know, where do they come from? Most of them are, you know, well, well-educated, you know, you got your liberal arts degree and it's all about the fields. And when it comes, comes time to garden and provide for yourself, um, a lot of thought has not been put into, you know, where do my tomatoes come from? You know, I, I don't drink milk because I don't want to rape cows, but, um, you know, where does my, uh, wheat come from? How do I make bread? You know, all this stuff. I don't think people necessarily think about it. And especially in that sort of enclave of, of, uh, mindset there. So there's that part of it. And when you look at some of the pictures, I mean, you have to know that it's probably not all of the pictures. It's it's the one that um, everybody latched onto because it, it just looks absurd and it looks ridiculous. And and there's, I think, multiple reasons for that. It probably does look absurd and ridiculous. You know, like you said, it's, it's not permanent. So you kind of have to, you know, you're, when you're building a garden, it's it's not permanent. So I'm not going to do these other 10 things that I might do if it is permanent. And I think it, it it gives a a fine slant to things, right when um look at look at these disorganized people that want to break away from everything and how they can't even grow their own food type type idea. Um, and I think there's there's some of that underlying as well.
0: well, I mean that's that big thing with everyone. It informs your biases to see things that particular way. yeah you sent me actually a really good article on it like basically, Agreed with my biases, we'll just say, and what I kind of thought was going on. Number one, I cannot believe that anyone there actually expects this to last for the length of time for a crop to grow. Like, there's no fucking way that's that's going to happen. <laughs> it, it probably won't, but I, I I don't know. I'm sure there are people that believe that,
1: and where it's happening, I could see that being allowed. I'd even see these, these gardens being allowed to continue on after the dust settles and, and
0: become community gardens or something, you know? Oh, no. I'd, I see the city would let them. There's no fucking way right. that the gov- like the federal government is going to allow that because it's that's an image that they can't keep lasting forever. I think it's politi- yeah. politically useful right now for them to get things that they want. And I think there's a slow lurch for until it's going to actually happen.
1: I mean, it, it it if it wasn't, it's an election year. And I don't think Trump could send in, like, could
0: really quash that.
1: I, I think there would be...
0: Oh, no. I think he's going to. And I think it's going to get him crazy ratings you think so because the fact of the matter is most people are not hyper leftists they, they believe in most of that stuff like maybe let's take care of the poor I guess but most people want law and order like it's what got Reagan elected you know that kind of shit like yeah, people yeah. want someone who's going to make sure they're safe and if anyone can just roll into your town and take it over like you don't feel safe so unless you're a hyper leftist and you expect that it's going to be hyper leftists to come in because it could just easily be right wingers mm-hmm. what happens yeah. when uh, the rest of our ANCAP buddies see this is, hey it's kind to work and fuck let's do it our own way let's go do it right yeah regardless of regardless of what we think about it (laughs) the fact of the matter is is that the guy who actually did the gardens has spoken and basically, you know, kind of agrees with my position that, no, it, 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 he never intended them to feed right. all of the people. He did it as a, uh, I don't want to say art installation, but m- mostly as a think piece. Right. for he, the First off, the guy does know what the hell he's doing. He's got like a... Yeah, a degree in
1: something from...
0: Uh, let me see here. His someplace. name is...
1: Uh, Marcus Henderson.
0: He's got an uh, an energy resources degree from Stanford University and a master's degree in sustainability in the urban environment and years of working experience in sustainable agriculture
1: yeah I mean he's you know you, you go look at if, if you look at his Instagram you know there are some things that he's done, a lot of it's really old but you know it gives you the idea that like he he does he knows he knows what he's doing um, you know it looks like he's making building building houses like straw bale houses and stuff like that and he's, he's aware of these things
0: and the first thing that I noticed that everyone picks on is that oh look at those dipshits look at the car- dirt on top of cardboard and as I'm thinking well that's the first layer of a lasagna garden and that's exactly what's in my backyard growing food right now. Yeah. And maybe it's not the most ideal thing, but most things, most soils that are left right now aren't ideal soils. They've been fucked over for years. So the idea that like that's yeah. the most insane thing it immediately puts me off it's like okay well am i a fucking idiot over here like i've grown what i can grow
1: uh, and, and that's it you know like um trying to start a garden out of grass is very hard you have to remove the grass and all that sod and all that that topsoil that goes with it yeah you know, it's not always a great thing if you can manage to leave all that stuff down and and kill it you know you put all that cardboard and dirt on top of it and other layers of cardboard like that'll kill the grass and that you know allows you to keep all that soil and all that stuff there and yeah, it... I forget who it was. I saw somebody, some larger, I don't know if it was a blue check mark or not, but somebody kind of criticizing them for the cardboard. It's like, dude, you don't you don't know what you're talking about at all.
0: Well, and like I said, to me, the cardboard is amusing in that no, I I really don't see anything being there long enough for that to do what it's supposed to do. But once again, if you go back into what Marcus, the guy who did it, actually said, his whole thing was clearly this is not going to support enough people to be here and like be a resource for food. That's not its point. Um, one of the things being like, if you pay attention, apparently the city being a dumbass government had gone out and mowed circles for, you know, social distancing in yeah. their fucking park. And so, there's, in this part I love, honestly, like he, he planted fucking gardens in those circles. I mean, to me, I can't think of a bigger middle finger of the government telling you where you're allowed to stand. Mm-hmm planting a fucking garden where they tell you you're allowed to stand and say no I'm gonna stand over here next to where you told me to stand and plant shit where you told me to stand fuck you
1: decentralized revolution is a new podcast from the libertarian party Mises caucus our goal is to revolutionize the LP by focusing on Austrian economics radical political decentralization and by supporting strong local candidates on decentralized revolution we talk about these ideas in long-form interviews with the most interesting people in the libertarian movement People like Dave Smith, Scott Horton, Maj Touré, and Jacob Hornberger. If you're ready to take human action with us, check out Decentralized Revolution.
0: Hi folks, Dan Reed here, the host of the Culinary Libertarian Podcast. During the show's tenure, I've spoken to celebrated authors of baking and economics. I've chatted with bakers and chefs and libertarians alike to introduce you to people we we'll provide a mix of ideas to build your skills in the kitchen, as well as tempt your appetite toward liberty. Type culinarylibertarian.com slash podcasts into your browser search bar and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. I look forward to hearing
1: from you. Yeah, I, I, um, there's an appreciation for that, I think, at least for me. Uh, it's kind of a unique way of of handling it, right? Of, of making a statement and, and doing something that's productive, too. You know, that maybe they will come and tear all that stuff up, but probably going to stay.
0: If nothing else, everyone who goes by there and starts asking questions, like they're going to learn something they didn't know about gardening. Because like, yep. with everyone picking on it and harassing it, like I've had definitely had to set people straight. I'm like, no, no, no. What, yeah, it may look stupid, but that's like a legitimate garden. Method that people use, Yeah. like you know, as he said, he'd gone through and actually poked holes for all the seeds so that he could actually get to the topsoil, which would make it less likely that you, you less necessary for all of that cardboard to rot away quite yet. You know, and he planted yeah. underneath, but where it's still going to kill off the topsoil eventually. Yeah, and
1: he, even then, man, like, dude, plants you got, you go go look at a, a parking lot. You know, plants grow through concrete; they they grow through pavement. Like the root structure on a plant will do
0: amazing things to soil and and wet cardboard. I was talking to a dude today, and a few things are as impressive to me. Like I love watching very few things as much as I love watching reclaimed cityscapes and stuff. Yeah, like I love watching abandoned buildings and seeing how quickly they go to pot. It's amazing. It's 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 wild. It's it's absolutely wild. Like we th- we think we're the shit mm-hmm. until you see how quickly nature will reclaim its shit when we're gone
1: for real I mean there's there's a couple of houses down the road here um, that have you know people I I think they went up for sale in a tax auction I don't know if anybody bought them or whatever but in just like five years you know the, the roof has fallen in the vines are now in and out of the windows like they're just it's just in, in another five ten years it's just going to be a mound of kudzu and other trees and vines and, and muscadine vines and just growing through and, and you're not even going to know that, that something was there except unless you knew you know um,
0: well look at a parking lot leave a parking lot vacant yeah like just just a year or two, yep. and see how quickly you don't have a parking lot anymore. Yeah. Like that, whatever was there before is gonna find a crack, and it's gonna start growing back. And once it does, once all it's gotta do is find a crack, and next thing that crack is a foot wide, yeah. and and that all the root system to whatever starts growing there starts breaking up every piece of that blacktop. And it doesn't take long. Within a decade, like it's just a dream of a dream of a parking yeah. lot. Yeah, it's wild. It's 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 amazing to watch how how nature does that. Everyone but. should should totally go and help me form a group for. abandoned places. (laughs) I'd love to share abandoned places with our people. Yeah, old amusement parks and stuff like that. Me and Irma will just watch YouTube videos of like top f- top fifteen abandoned amusement parks or <laughs> top fifteen abandoned cities because there's some really really interesting like abandoned large scale abandoned places on the planet. Yeah, like uh, there's the one that's oh, the most haunting to me is this like this crazy island I think in Japan. Like if you, you you've, if you've seen it, it's uh it's got like these round homes. Is that the Rabbit Island? I have no idea, but the 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 idea behind it was like they were building it, and then it got hit. It kept it had like crazy problems with construction, and then like halfway through, like got hit by a, a tsunami, and they just never bothered to go back. Yeah. So like they started building this city, and I think it was also something like the population kind of changed. Like stopped, I think Japan's population stopped growing at the rate it was, and it just became unnecessary right. and like travel untenable. So they said fuck it, and like just left the entire city just kind of hanging out there. <laughs> That's crazy. That's wild. It, it is, man, and and you just watch it like one of these days. Whole city is just gonna fall into the ocean from where it is, and it makes you wonder, you know, too, about um, what. <laughs> what was here
1: before you know i like to think we're, we're the first ones here or whatever but i mean you see how much nature eats things it wouldn't take long
0: well for the most part what's what been 20 20 thousand years that human beings have been like human beings yeah. i mean there could have been a lot of grow and swallow in that time period uh-huh. we already know that there have been some pretty advanced cultures uh, on the earth so well, what what's to say that like they didn't just oh i don't know decide to endlessly partition off and segregate themselves into oblivion and then eventually were grown over by nature you you
1: know? Yeah, we're seeing that all over now. I think with all the, the different imaging that they have, looking down on the mines or the Aztecs and down there and Southeast Asia, all the jungle that, that grew has grown up over everything.
0: It's it's wild. Which once again, no matter what anyone says, you're gonna really have to prove to me how bad global warming is for the earth <laughs> when it makes shit thrive. Yeah. Like even if it's real, folks, come on, like the the earth seems to really enjoy it. Some species may not, but Earth really does.
1: That's all it boils down to. What 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 species appreciate it, which ones don't. Or one that probably doesn't appreciate it as much as uh, you know, some others,
0: but well you'd say that, but dude, go read, go read the moral case for fossil fuels. Like it's not like we've been dying off since it happened. Yeah. The fact of the matter is as human beings suck at ice ages. Yeah, I I wonder. Everything we eat grows better in warmer temperatures.
1: It does. It does. To to a degree. To a degree. You know, and I, I think some of it would depend on how much land mass is in the the zones that uh, will become habitable through you know global warming that are not necessarily habitable now, northern Canada kind of thing. but uh... You know things around the equator and stuff probably get too hot to grow too much. But
0: well, the thing is, it's it's not it's not like you can't fight desertification. Like that's something you can actually fight. And there's been reclaimed desert all over the world over the years. I'm not, not saying it's easy, but if you want to do it, you can do it. Moreover, let's just say one of our most famous cities here in the U.S. is in the middle of a fucking desert and does makes nothing for itself. Yeah. But we have such a crazy infrastructure here in the U.S. and so much opulence that we can actually grow cities in the desert. Yeah. I think that's what. A lot of it comes down to, right? Like we we have the
1: the technology to handle those things, right? To to reclaim, to make use in those areas. And even, even the same, even I think like if, if there was an ice age, you still figure out ways. And, you know, it might be harder to grow food, but I'm sure that there would be ways to. Oh,
0: did I not send you that video?
1: I don't know what video.
0: <laughs> you never heard of the Ice Age Farmer? No. It's uh, an actual dude called the Ice Age Farmer. And I mean, there's a lot of people that predict world cycles We're headed into a new one. Right. Which, by the way, all of our global warming may be enough to take the chill off of that and make it not as bad as it is if that's the case.
1: Could be. Could be interesting.
0: But he's specifically planning for that end.
1: Yeah, I'll have to to go check
0: that out. It's weird. How did we get to this
1: <laughs> this topic off of the chats? I don't know. Learning, I think. Learning. Learning. Nature reclaiming. I don't know. I, I do think, though, like the conversation that it, that it will start, and even if it's just people dogging them from the outside, but people on the inside, people that are there seeing this happen, you know, that maybe have never grown anything in their life, that, you know, their their backyard is just turf.
0: You know, maybe, maybe they might try something like that. And, Dude, and there's nothing to be said for a hard lesson. If it yeah. fails, then those people all learn, <laughs> Maybe not the funnest way imaginable, but they learn, oh shit, yeah. maybe this, this growing thing is harder than we expected and we need to fucking learn more, which everyone can use that information.
1: And, and it, it is. And, and that's what's great. You know, like it, it does. It, it's, uh, I don't know, man. It, it's been a, a, an interesting experiment to watch how it all kind of panned out. You know, people, we need this. We need that. You get donations here, donations there. And then this disappears and that disappears. And um, well, you don't have any, any sort of authority figure or something to kind of make decisions when you leave decision making in the, in the hands of people. It just kind of
0: deteriorates very quickly. And let's remember, for the most part, the people like, so while the people organizing this shit are adults, the, the, the people actually out there, from everything I can tell, they're not adults, they're kids. No. And they don't have the experience that a URI does. They haven't seen what we've seen. So to expect them to go out and like completely remake Society carte blanche is kind of silly. Well, but they're they're not right. They're not.
1: They're just pawns. They're just being used. It, it's a it's a op. It's it's all it's meant for political purposes. You know, you you look at where it's all being funded from, and it's like, oh, that's what this is about. That's that's me being jaded.
0: What I'm going to say is, I hope I, I would laugh my ass off if by next week they've already got some some nice tomato plants sprouting up in those circles.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure somebody will uh, donate some. Right?
0: Home Depot will donate some. Or, I think I've already seen some. Have you? Um, but my point is, I'd like to see the ones that are actually there actually start growing and just say "fuck off" to everyone around them, like all the detractors.
1: Yeah, it, it would be. It would be interesting. It'd be kind of. Yeah. And, and that's, it is, it's such a, it, it's, I don't want to say upsetting because it's not upsetting, but like seeing some people like kind of really criticize it for reasons that you, it, it doesn't need to be criticized, you know, like criticize it because like they're communists, they're, it's all about socialism and, and they're, I don't know, they're not criticizing it for the right reasons. I feel like, you yeah, know, it's that, uh, they're, they're,
0: I mean, I get it a little bit, like, because it looks so much like all the shit that you expect to go wrong with communism. Well, and that's it. Yeah. So it's so easy to, I guess, point and laugh at it, but I don't see the value in it.
1: I don't. There's, there's a, I think there's a, that, that bigger underlying message is, is one that we should all kind of pay attention to and, and watch and learn from. And, you know, in, in a way, cheer it on, you know, it's not where I want to end up, but in, in my world, like that would be okay because you can do that over there and I'm going to do what I need to do over here. Exactly. And and we can all get along like
0: that. So, all right. Well, my legs are falling asleep because Liz's studio sucks (laughs) for me. Oh, man. Thanks for hanging out here on episode 50, everybody. I guess I want to end this episode by saying, hey, don't be a dick. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't do anybody any good. Certainly not helping convert anybody over to, you know, our, our position. Yeah. And if it's a hard lesson, they'll learn the hard lesson, sadly.
1: Yeah, it, is, uh, it shall be learned, no doubt. No doubt about that. But.
0: All right, Ben. You take it easy. All right. Well, you all have a good one. Free market screener Go check it out. Peace. This podcast is a proud creation of the Mad Audio Lab. For more information, check out madaudiolab.com. Free Market's Green Earth is part of the Liberty Hippie Podcast Network. If you like what we do, be sure to check out Homesteads and Homeschools, Peace Freaks, Cannabis Heals Me, and This Week in Liberpods. We're living proof that libertarian doesn't mean washed-up republican.